on episode 371 of Nintendo Switchcraft Multiplayer Madness. Get your briefs ready, get a grip. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Hi, this is Julian Sharp, drinking a cup of tea in sunny England, and you're listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. Back Switchcraft is brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash run jump stomp. This episode of Switchcraft is made possible by patrons like Door to Door Geek. Get Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar by joining the Patreon over at patreon.com slash run jump stomp. And if you want to leave a voicemail like the one at the top of the show, you can do that too by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device, and I may even play it on the show. Uh, real quick, uh, I want to talk about, uh, don't forget to nominate Switchcraft for Switchcraft for the Podcast Awards by heading on over to uh, podcastawards.com. You can sign up and nominate the show right over there. It would be amazing if you guys did that, so a big thank you to everybody who's already done that. I just hit my microphone. Um, uh, just uh, want to remind everybody, next week I will be on vacation. Does that mean that there won't be episodes of Switchcraft? Who the hell knows? I'm going to have my phone with me, and I may uh, record some stuff while I'm on the road, but I will not be here in studio, so that means no live shows either. Uh, and then make sure that if, if, if you've been paying attention to all of the crazy Comic-Con stuff that has been happening over the past couple of days, uh, and you want to hear my thoughts on it, I will be on an episode of Breaking the Panel on Wednesday this week, and we will be talking all about Comic-Con and then whatever else comes up. Uh, so, uh, nominate Switchcraft for the podcast awards. That would be amazing. We're under the, um, games and hobbies category. I'll be on vacation next week and listen to breaking the panel on Wednesday. All right, let's get started. Uh, let's start with, I want to do an, uh, um, uh, um, uh, um, uh, um, I, I want to, uh, do an update about Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. I have been playing a bunch of that game. And actually, yesterday, I was streaming over at my uh, Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash run, jump, stomp. And uh, we, I was just playing the solo game, trying to get through the story mode. And uh, my my buddy uh, Lloyd was in chat and he said, hey, have you tried online yet? And I said, no, do you want to try it right now? And he said, sure, let's try it. So uh, we got on Discord and uh, I made a room and he joined it and we didn't do the story mode as multiplayer. But from what I understand, you have to be on the same like if you're on mission 10 and I'm on mission eight and you want me to join you, I can't. Uh, so you kind of got to be in the same area. But the the game does have these things called rifts, I think, or infinity. It, there's a there's a menu option called infinity, and you can go in there and you can play some of the uh, lower level stuff that you've already unlocked with specific tasks that you want to accomplish, like perhaps defeat the boss in under a minute or kill sixty dudes 
uh, and you, you uh, depending on how you do, you earn stars. So uh, Lloyd and I, uh, he's the host of Nintendo Pulse podcast, which I've been a guest on there, and he's been a guest on here before. Um, but we, we, we went through and we played a bunch of uh, those levels. Uh, I still have a lot more to unlock, but this has really changed my opinion on the game. Uh, this game, you know, I, I said that it was pretty good after playing that with Lloyd. I feel like this game is damn good. It is really, really fun. Uh, I was already enjoying the game. Uh, I had some, some things that I, I still don't like about the game and I've talked about that before, so I'm not going to harp on it again. But if you have the game and you haven't tried the online mode yet, you absolutely should. It's really, really fun, and I like it a lot more when I'm just ki- uh, controlling one character and not worrying about the other three. Uh, he and I uh, did a few levels, and then we also had other people join us as well, so we had a full group of four people, and we we killed some bosses, earned some stars, and when you do this stuff, you earn a lot of things to make your characters more powerful. So this is a really great way to level up some of your lower level characters. I know a lot of people were upset that in Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, there's no shared XP. So if you've been using Deadpool the whole time, he's like, I don't know, level 36, and your Captain America, who you haven't really been using, is level 7, and you want to use that level seven character, well, guess what? They're going to be underpowered in the story. If you want to level them up, this is really the best way to do it. You unlock tons of uh, upgrade materials. So there's a lot of different currencies in the game. And don't worry, when I say currency, I know a lot of people are like, oh no, it's microtransactions. It's not, it doesn't have anything to do with that. Uh, The currencies are like, you know, spend this in order to upgrade your character. Uh, you can't buy it with real money or anything. But how do you get this? Well, you get it by doing these uh, these grindable missions. And I know a lot of people will hear me say grindable and they'll be like, oh, I don't like grindy games. And, you know, most of the time I don't either. Uh, it has to be a certain style of game for me to like the grindiness to it. And for this one, I really like it. This reminds me very much of Diablo. And I was getting a lot of Marvel Heroes vibes off this where, you know, me and three other friends could get together and do just do a bunch of missions to uh, get like uh, XP cubes or the upgrade tokens or, or just money uh, by by playing these levels as a team. And by doing that, then I can uh, use that stuff on some of my lower level characters and bring them, level them up uh, so that they're at that same level with my uh, like my main squad that I've been using in story mode. So uh, if you haven't tried it yet, definitely check that out. And if you're still on the fence about Marvel Ultimate Alliance, I got to say, I don't think you should be anymore. Uh, it, it The opening 48 hours for this game is is tracking significantly ahead of expectations for that title in the US. This is coming from at Benji Sales, who tweets a lot about uh, video game sales. Uh, basically, it's having, it, it has a, uh, a, it's a very impressive launch for this game. And I, I think Nintendo may have a real hit. Nintendo published this. And uh, I, you know, fingers crossed that, that this sells like crazy and we get more Marvel Ultimate Alliance games. I would love for this series to keep moving forward 
or maybe you know lloyd and i were talking about it maybe not even another game but maybe just more dlc where they just add missions and missions and missions every every couple of months keep selling us missions for five ten bucks because i think a lot of people would continue to uh to to dump time and money into this game it's it's really a lot of fun uh oh uh one other thing it is actually supported by the um you know i was talking to my buddy chris and he said did you know that it's supported by the uh nintendo app on your phone and i was like really and he says yeah and so i opened it up so if you if you have the nintendo app on your phone you know you look at it and it just shows smash brothers and splatoon 2 but then it has the button for voice chat and you click on voice chat there's a button that says supported software and it lists off all of the software that is supported through the voice chat so if you don't have discord which i recommend you just get discord because discord is awesome but if you want to use this app uh you know it it is supported through marvel ultimate alliance 3 dragon quest builders 2 uh skulls of shogun red faction guerrilla remastered edition saints row uh, TT Isle of Man, Mortal Kombat 11, Stardew Valley. Uh, these are all games that are, those are third-party games. It also supports a lot of first-party games, but uh, I, I was surprised to see all of those third-party games uh, on on the Nintendo app because I just think that that's, I didn't expect it. It, it, it surprised me. So um, am I going to use that? Probably not. Uh, we've got Discord. Discord is just as easy as using that app. But, uh, you know, if you are playing with random people and you want to talk to them, you can use the app, I guess. So there you go. Uh, now, if you have not picked up Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 yet, I've got a deal for you. All right. I, I tweeted this out this morning. If you don't follow me on Twitter, the username is at RunJumpStomp, of course. And if you have not yet picked up Mar- Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, it, I think it's pretty great. You can get $10 off if you're an Amazon Prime member by following the link that I tweeted out. You can find a, a, a link to the tweet in the show notes, or you can just follow me on um, on Twitter at RunJumpStomp. Uh, and basically, the game is usually uh, $59.99, and for the physical copy... Uh, if you're a Prime member, you get it for $49.99, which is pretty damn awesome. Now, some of you might be saying, well, Bill, I'm not a Prime member. That's okay. Uh, there's also a link in that tweet which will sign you up for a free month of Amazon Prime. So I'm assuming that you can take advantage of this deal through the through a free month of Amazon Prime by uh, going there, clicking on the link, it does support the show, and then you can get your game for $10 off. I mean, that seems like a win-win-win. I will say this, I, I think that the, the file size for, let me go to nintendo.com real quick. I wanna see what the file size for Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 is. Um, bringing that up right now. And it's loading, 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 and it's going very slow. Uh, my gosh. Come on, load up. Oh my gosh. Oh, they've got a lot of crap on the screen here. I just wanted to see how much it is. Maybe it's under customer support? Nope. That's weird, because other games, uh, they have... Oh, maybe under buy now. Here we go. Retail edition. Um, It doesn't say how big the file size is. Uh, And they usually have the file size right there. 
I don't know how big it is. But anyway, um, you know, if you're looking for a physical copy, make sure you buy it through that Amazon link and you can get $10 off because, you know, you save some money. I ended up getting it through the uh, Nintendo vouchers program from Nintendo Switch Online. So I felt like that was a pretty good deal for me. But there you go. Uh, save some money if uh, that is a game that you are interested in. You know, since I bring it up, um, file sizes, uh, I want to talk about Wolfenstein Youngblood real quick. Wolfenstein Youngblood is now available for you to pre-purchase on the Nintendo Switch eShop. And uh, I'm going to bring that up on the screen right now if you're watching over on the YouTube channel. Oh, by the way, if you're watching on YouTube... Hit that like button right down below, and don't forget to subscribe and click the bell. You guys know what to do on, on YouTube. But uh, uh, if if not, you can just look this up yourself by going to Nintendo.com and then looking for Wolfenstein Youngblood. Uh, the file size for Wolfenstein Youngblood is 20.6 gigabytes. 20.6 gigabytes. Does that seem pretty crazy to you? I mean, I don't know how big of a game this is, but... <sighs> How do I want to phrase this? Some developers are very good at optimizing their footprint on your system. Some developers are extremely good at it. And then other developers are just so very bad at it. Uh, so, um, oh, by the way, Johnny Link is responding. He says that uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance footprint is 13.2 gigabytes. So that's a full 7 gigs smaller than Wolfenstein Youngblood. That actually surprises me. I thought that that would be too big. Or, or I, th I thought that it would be much smaller than that. Oh, and while we're here, Frankenstein Gaming just gifted a, a tier one sub to uh, Tnick W. Thank you very much, Frankenstein Gaming, for the generosity and support in the show. You guys can do that easily by heading on over to twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Uh, anyway, uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood, 20 gigabytes. I think that that's way too much. Let's talk about Dragon Quest uh, Builders 2. 1.6 gigabytes. Do you guys see the disparity here? And Now, I understand that in Dragon Quest Builders 2, there's very little, if any, like um, uh, audio dialogue, which I don't know if you guys are aware of this or not, but audio is a huge uh, portion of a game's file sizes is how much dialogue does it have so for instance a game like elder scrolls online which has voice acting for like every character in the game i think it's like over 100 gigabytes for that game uh final fantasy uh, 14 has lots and lots of spoken dialogue in the game and that means that it's a huge huge game now maybe wolfenstein youngblood has a ridiculous amount of um of talking in it but 20 gigabytes seems like craziness. So I, I don't know how I feel about this. I think that that's way too big. And Nintendo needs to work with these companies who are publishing games on their, on their platform. And they need to work with these companies to find how to make these games take up a lot less space. Uh, because some of them are just way too big. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll hear from our sponsors when we come back. 
I'm going to talk just a little bit about uh, file size and uh, storage space again, because we've got a question from a listener and uh, then we'll, we'll hit the rest of the news. All right. Be right back, everyone. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Okay, I got an email from Nick, and Nick said, uh, Hey, Bill, I remember you said you bought a 400 gigabyte SD card. Was it the SanDisk Extreme? It's currently $93 on Amazon. Thank you for your time. Uh, no, that is not the uh, SD card that I got. The one that I ended up buying is the, uh, I, and I, um, the SanDisk Ultra. Uh, it says SanDisk 400 gigabyte ultra micro SDXC UHS one memory card with adapter. Uh, and then it's got a bunch of other crap on there after that. Um, and it is currently 5862. Now I don't know. I don't think that this is a sale price. So, uh, I don't know which one you're looking at the SanDisk extreme. That seems like double the price almost. That seems bananas to me, but if you want the same one that I have, and I, I can tell you that I'm very happy with the one that I have, a uh, 400 gigabyte card, which is important when you do a lot of digital stuff in games like Wolfenstein Youngblood are 20 damn gigs. Um, if if you're looking for that, then you can use the link in the show notes, and uh, which you can find over at runjumpstomp.com. This is episode Switchcraft 371. And uh, you can have the same one that I have. They also have a 512 gig one for $150. That seems like a ridiculous bump in the price when 400 gigs is Um, $58.72. Mikey B. Playing in chat says, maybe it processes data way faster. Extreme. Uh, I don't know. This is a, uh, I will admit that I don't know a lot about SD cards, but I think that when you're looking at an SD card, it says, if if you're looking at the video, then you can see what I'm talking about. But if not, look at an SD card. And um, when you're reading it on the right-hand side, on the left-hand side, it'll say how big it is. And on the right-hand side, it'll say micro SD XC. And then it will have like a little bucket with a one in it. And then underneath that, it will have, or with a number in it, and then underneath that, it will have a, a Roman numeral. And I think the Roman numeral is the speed, and you want to have like a type one, I believe. I knew, I knew this. 
I don't know, a very long time ago, probably two years ago when we were first talking about buying SD cards for our Switch when when I did some research on it. So a lot of this stuff is, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, you know, kind of cobwebby in my head. Uh, iCase81 says Class 10 U1A1. That's what you want. You want Class 10 U1A1. Um, I don't really know what that means, but I know that that's a fast card. Class 10 U1A1. And, uh, okay, if you look on the bottom of your SD card, uh, it has a C with a 10 in it, the one that I have. And then to the right of that, that has A1. That's what you're looking for to have the fastest response time. Because you don't want to have a slow card. A slow card is going to cause your load times to be slower. And I don't think it'll cause, like, lag or anything. But it'll just it'll just mean that your, your stuff doesn't perform as well as it could. Uh, okay. We've been talking about Joy-Con drift a lot. And on the previous episode, I was going to talk about... Uh, this uh, lawsuit, and uh, we went there, and the website was down, so we couldn't talk about it. Uh, but it's back up now. My guess is that everybody was hitting the website uh, because it was posted to a bunch of Nintendo blogs, and it was on Reddit, and it was on Twitter, and they just couldn't they couldn't live underneath uh, the, like the website couldn't live uh, underneath all of that pressure. Uh, so it's back up now. And it's uh, Chemically's uh, Schwartzkreiner and Donaldson Smith uh, is the is the website Chemically's.com, and it says right here uh, CSK and D has filed a class action lawsuit against Nintendo of America for claims relating to alleged defects in the Joy-Con controllers that are part of the Nintendo Switch gaming console. The complaint filed in the United States uh, District Court for the Western District of Washington alleges that the joysticks of the Joy-Con controllers are defective, leading users to experience drift issues. Specifically, the complaint alleges that the Joy-Con, I'm sorry, that the joystick on the Joy-Con controllers will automatically register movement when the joystick is not being controlled by the user and interfere with gameplay. The complaint filed on behalf of purchasers of Switches and Joy-Con controllers brings claims under various consumer protection statutes as well as various warranty and common law claims. Uh, so if you want to join this lawsuit... You go to the link in the show notes and you can type in your stuff and uh, they they ask questions like, what is your name? What is your email address? What state do you live in? What is your phone number? When did you buy your Switch? When did you buy your controllers? When did the drift start happening? Uh, Have you connected, contacted Nintendo about this? If so, what did they say? And then describe your problem below. Uh, And if you want to see the actual complaint Uh, You can click on that and it'll take you to the actual legal document about it. Uh, I'm not going to read through this because it is outside of my purview. It's not something that I would understand anyway, but I just wanted to let people know about it. So uh, Mikey B. Plans asking, did I sign up for the lawsuit? I did not. Uh, And it's not because I like not because I don't think that the lawsuit should happen, but I don't know. I used my Joy-Cons a lot in two years. Maybe they just wear out. I, I I don't know. 
and I haven't decided if I'm going to sign up. I probably won't because it seems like kind of a pain and uh, I'll just move on with my life. Uh, but if you are very angry and pitchfork and torchy and you want to do something about it, now you know what you can do. Okay. All right. Let's talk about uh, some 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 game sales. Oh no, Mario! We've got to do something. I got it. You help us find Donkey Kong, and we'll help you find Herman. All right, we've got some Prime Day just happened recently, and of course Amazon made a boatload of money. And you might wonder, what are things that people were searching for on Prime Day uh, on Amazon? And the number one, ooh, what do you think it was? That's right, it was a Nintendo Switch. The number one search on Prime Day on um, uh, on Amazon.com, people were searching for Nintendo Switch. In fact, 1.9 million searches uh, for a Nintendo Switch. Uh, the second was for a TV. The third was for a Fire Stick. The fourth was headphones. For some reason... The fifth was an air fryer. I don't even know what the hell an air fryer is. Number six was an Instant Pot. Seven is a Fitbit. Eight is wireless earbuds. Nine is a ring doorbell. Ten is an iPad. Uh, The only video game thing on here is Nintendo Switch, and it's at number one. That is really, really surprising. This source for this is Hitwise uh, US uh, via Amazon internal searches from July 15th to 16th versus the previous year uh and it's just it's pretty impressive uh oh res tv in chat says most of the switch searches were me sorry about that (laughs) uh there were very few games on sale uh if you were looking on there for for switch games on sale you were very disappointed on prime day so don't feel like you missed out um but there was it was just it was kind of a terrible sale If you are somebody who is interested in picking up Nintendo Switch games. Speaking of picking up a Switch, uh, you know, right now there is a user name on Twitter named at MattMakes1990. And um, they are making this thing called a Grip Clip, uh, which actually looks pretty damn cool. I'm going to I'm going to say it looks really fantastic, actually. Uh, it is basically for your Joy-Cons. It's like little handles for your Joy-Cons, but it doesn't get in the way of the Joy-Cons hooking up to the Switch, which is a pretty neat little trick. I think that they look really, really nice. Uh, it's coming to Kickstarter, and um, uh, in well, he said in four days. Oh no, in two days, and that was six hours ago. So in a couple more days. Uh, it will be on Kickstarter. I will share the uh, link with you on um, on whatever episode that it happens to be. It, it seems to snap on there pretty pretty well, and it looks really, really comfortable. I'm interested in trying this out. I know that there's a lot of people who will say, Bill, you should check out the Satisfy Grip, and I may at some point, uh, but the satisfy grip just looks so big and bulky that I don't know that I, it's something that I would want to use. This seems really good because I can still easily dock the switch without, um, how do I want to say this? I can easily still dock the switch without removing the, the satisfy grip. So 
I find the grip clips to be something that's very, very uh, interesting to me. And when, when I know more about it, I will let you guys know about that. I think it looks cool, though. Uh, I wonder if it'll come in different colors and stuff. That would be awesome. Okay, let's uh, let's go to the feedback. We've got a tweet that came to... Oh, actually, I tweeted out uh, what genre I, I taught. I asked us... I asked you guys, I'm having trouble talking today, guys. I'm really having trouble. Let's get this under control, Bill. Uh, I asked you, what genre do you think Splatoon Universe would fit into really well? I talked about how it would be cool to have an ARPG with four-player co-op, kind of like Diablo or Marvel Ultimate Alliance, but featuring Splatoon characters and stuff. Uh, We got a couple of replies. Uh, One person, Ojani, says uh, real-time strategy or maybe a MOBA. Uh, Captain Logan says, I wouldn't mind seeing a cool 2D platformer, kind of like Rayman. Uh, Jay says, uh, it's focused on capturing territory would work well. This is probably the most original idea I've ever heard for, uh, Splatoon. Uh, but Jay says it's focused on capturing territory would work well as an augmented reality game, kind of like Minecraft earth or Pokemon go where you could leave virtual graffiti all over the city for people to find and add to. And I think, I think that that is one of the coolest ideas I've ever heard. And is like, if you can find a way for these pieces of virtual graffiti to be, what's the word I'm looking for? Moderated so that they are, you know, good, clean, fun, so that when, you know, Junior looks at it, he's not seeing awful things, then I think that that's a wonderful idea, Jay. So uh, if you guys have more ideas, let me know about that. But I I thought those three were the ones that jumped out at me the most. I would love to see this weird virtual augmented reality game. All right. Uh, We've got one more email. This one comes from Vincent. They said, hey, Bill, I had a thought about mobile ports. What would you think about Nintendo releasing their first party mobile games like Super Mario Run, Pocket Camp, Dr. Mario World, etc. on the Switch? The eShop seems to be flooded with mobile ports anyway, but Nintendo's are noticeably missing. The only one that goes between the eShop and iOS is Pokemon Quest. It might be fun to play some of these games on the Switch instead of on the phone, especially for those who don't like touchscreen controls. Thank you. Um, I don't know. Maybe I probably still wouldn't play them because I don't like the monetization models. Uh, That being said, I always like for people to have the option to do to, to play the game that they want on the platform that they want. So I guess I couldn't argue against doing this. Uh, but it certainly isn't something that I'm interested in. Anyway, thank you for the email, Vincent. And earlier, Nick emailed. And then everybody who tweeted at me. So listen, if you want to email me or tweet at me or any of that stuff, it's super easy to do. Uh, use um, runjumpstomp at gmail.com to email me. Uh, I'm at runjumpstomp on Twitter. Use the hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft. And let's let's button up this show. If you want to become a part of the community, Join our community of a whole bunch of people. There's hundreds of us uh, over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. You can also watch the show live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp every Monday, uh, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. And uh, if you want to support the show, easy to do, runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. And for more content like this, check out runjumpstomp.com slash shows. 
The music you're hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox remix by Noteblock. Uh, it's a great song. Make sure you check out all of their stuff on their YouTube channel, which you can find a link to in the show notes. I'm out of here. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye.